Riddle me this. Where is Apple going to cram some custom silicon next? I mean, besides the recently patent-sparked M2 Magic Keyboard computer speculation, the one that'll somehow reinvent the Apple II and obsolete the Mac mini box all at the same time. And more on that in a perf per watt minute. I only ask because I am so far beyond hype, beyond psyched about the potential at least in all of this. They just put an A13 Bionic, basically the whole entire board from the current generation iPad nothing, memory, 64 gigs of storage, all of it into a monitor, a screen, the studio display, because the Tim Cook doctrine says Apple's only ever going to enter, or re-enter in this case, markets where they can provide unique differentiation and value, doing things that only Apple can do, as the mantra goes. And yes, they are an absolutely huge, massive company, but they still use small teams with limited bandwidth. So if you're not the next iPhone, you have to prove you're really worthy of some of that time and attention because it's always gonna come at the expense of something else. So if you're the display team and you wanna get back into the admittedly fussy end of the consumer display market, then pitching custom silicon to give the desktop displays the same features that Apple's MacBook displays have been enjoying for the last few years now is just exactly the kind of unique differentiation and value that'll get you the bandwidth, that'll get you the sign-off. True tone, ambient, color temperature matching, spatial audio speakers, noise canceling mics, center stage, pan and zoom webcam. The freaking display runs iOS 15. It actually runs iOS 15. It gets software updates and yeah, software bugs, just like a computer. What's a computer? Don't you start. Just kuzuru send that subscribe button and then stick with me for a minute because turns out that is exactly the right question. Precisely the high order bit here. See, around the same time Apple just deleted displays, they also began selling truly wireless headphones with the AirPods and the unique differentiation and value there was powered entirely by custom Apple Silicon. The W1 chip at first, currently the H1 chip, and that's up to 10 active audio cores on the AirPods Pro and AirPods Max. And they don't run iOS, but they are tiny little computers for our ears. And they've gotten software updates, new features over the years, significant ones like spatial audio support, which makes headphones sound like speakers, not turning with you, but letting you turn around them and conversation boost to help you if you have low hearing full-on find my support, and just recently a find my support bug fix. Now, does that mean Apple could announce new features for the studio displays as well? And kinda, I mean, I would just all caps love that. It would almost certainly be limited to things like HomePod style stereo pairing. If you happen to have two of the displays and you wanna create a wider spatial audio soundstage, as nerds do, which don't get me wrong, would be hella cool. But since there's no Wi-Fi in there, like the one device Apple decides not to stuff full of Wi-Fi, there doesn't seem to be any way to give them just hella cooler features like built-in AirPlay and Sidecar, which I know you can do when and if you have the display already connected to another Mac. But if Apple is really going all in on the wireless future to where there are actually persistent rumors that they'll be canceling the port on the iPhone and soon, just being able to mosey on over with my MacBook and connect to the display without having to plug it in, what could possibly be more uniquely differentiating, more only Apple than that? I mean, aside from cramming custom silicon into a keyboard, going back to the Apple II computer form factor that started it all. And I know 
I know, I know that you know that I know, you know that I know a computer and a keyboard sounds ridiculous at best and just the Spider-Ham universe variant of the netbook at worst. But here's the thing, Apple Silicon really could make it just all shades of awesome. I mean, most people have figured out the wicked obvious thing about M1 is the battery life it allows on MacBooks like the Air and the Pro. But the subtler benefit is the enclosures it allows on desktop Macs like the iMac and the Studio, enclosures that would be impossible with modern Intel silicon. Like they would throttle on startup chime and just leave a giant aluminum puddle on your table. But with Apple Silicon, we have a MacBook Air that's not struggling to scroll a single Chrome tab on Y-Series Core M, but going toe-to-toe with the big cores and without a fan. And we have an iMac that no longer needs a massive back bump for all that U-Series heat junk in the trunk and can basically sustain workloads even though it's as flat as an iPad pancake. And we just, a couple weeks ago, got a whole swole Mac Mini on Hulk Serum in the Mac Studio that can indeed legit hold its own in, yes, a very few specific workloads, but with the biggest, baddest Intel and NVIDIA helicarrier-sized boards on this planet. And that's all only with the very first generation of M-Series. That's year one, year M1, on TSMC's a couple of year old already OG 5 nanometer process. Imagine when we get to M2 on 5 nanometer enhanced, maybe even four nanometer optimized, or M3 on legit three nanometers when they finally get there, when Apple gets a few more generations of super scale CPUs, GPUs under the shipped column in Tim Cook's pivot tables, the long anticipated Apple VR headset, absolutely for sure. I'm working on a video on that and soon. So seriously, button up. But I could just as easily see that kind of obscenely offensive high perf per watt chip going into something like a latter-day Apple II. An M3 is in Magic Keyboard that just so happens to be the whole entire computer as well. A Mac Mini that is even more ridiculously mini. Like, just let the Mac Studio take over the box space already. This is the new basically invisible space. And I get you might totally hate Apple keyboards and think that's the worst idea ever, in which case, wait a few more generations, and I'm sure Apple will be patenting an M5 in the damn Magic Mouse, but... You still charge it upside down like this, <laughs> whatever. The point is, even with limited I.O. on the back and sides, like a couple of Thunderbolt ports and an HDMI, you have a quote-unquote desktop Mac that's every bit as portable as a laptop. Hell, more so. Like, sidecar it to your iPad at the coffee shop if you really want ultra-minimalist Mac OS on the go, but then pair it back up with your studio display or any display when you finally stop at home or at work or wherever it is you're going. And yes, I'm being just all shades of tongue-in-cheek and facetious at the moment, but only because with Apple Silicon scaling from AirPods to very soon Mac Pro across displays and devices, the potential really is limitless. Like Tim Cook mission improbabling chips into pretty much everything and anything that makes any sense at all and offers that unique differentiation, that only Apple angle, that his doctrine not only requires, but defines. That's the future I not only want, but I've come to expect from Apple and from today's sponsor, Henson Razors, because they're not gimmicky, they're not complicated, they're simple, they're precise, produced at an aerospace machine shop, family-owned for 20 years, where they've made parts for everything from the ISS to the Mars rover, so they know literally an unearthly amount about quality. That's how they've been able to build the best shaving angle, 30 degrees, right into the head design, which makes it easy to shave well, 
not like safety razors that can nick or cut or irritate you if you get the angle or pressure or direction or anything at all wrong because the blade only sticks out 27 microns and the built-in channels make it super easy to remove hair and cream with just a quick rinse and shake. And as somebody who used to go through packets of neon razors and all the waste that went along with them, using Henson is like a dream. And the best part is this aerospace quality razor is designed to work with standard recyclable blades. Yeah, in fact, if you click on the link below and use code Rene Ritchie, Henson will even send you 100 blades free with your razor. So click the link below and use code Rene Ritchie to get a free 100 pack of blades when you purchase your razor. Clicking on that button really helps out the channel and so does hitting up this playlist for more, so much more on all the latest M Generation Max and everything coming in the future. Just hit up that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.